Hey everybody, uh, Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's normally him, not here right now because I'm doing a reaction video for Locked on Bama right after that abysmal performance against Texas A&M. No other way to say it, that was horrific, that was um, terrible, that was god-awful. Um, boy, what is another word for sucked? Um, I, I don't know, it's, it's mind-boggling. I do want to give a shout out really quickly to runyourpool.com. Uh, go check them out. Also, use the promo code Pure Madness because I'm trying to get my phone to quit beeping because everything's going awry. Um, also, go check out betonline.net. I hope you took the Aggies tonight on the money line. Um, and go check out Rock Auto and Bill Bar. Now, having gotten that out of the way, uh, I don't know what to say. The only thing you can count on with this team is you cannot count on them. And I think when people say that, it's gotten to be kind of cute and cliche. Like, uh, you know, one thing I hear all the time, and I think we've said it on this podcast, Alabama's the kind of team you don't want to play because you don't know what you're going to get, and they're the kind of team that you go out in the first round and make a deep run or whatever. I, boy, I would want to play Alabama. I want to play Alabama. I won the game against you. Try to stop him at all costs and then let the rough end drag. Because here's what I've noticed with this team. Every time we think they've turned a corner, like we think that things are getting together, there'll be one guy stepping up. And we're like, thank if we can just get Keon Ellis to step up, if we can just get JQ to step up, if we can get Shaq to play a little bit more. Shaq's probably been the most consistent player, so it's not fair probably to throw him in there. If we can get Noah Gurley to step up, you know, you if we can get Oh, man, Betty Ako, J.D. Davidson, whatever. It seems like two of those dudes fall back. Tonight, um, Keon Ellis played pretty doggone well. I mean, he had some really nice plays. And he's been kind of non-existent for a little bit. I mean, he has not played like the Keon Ellis we know he can play like this year overall. And he stepped up tonight. He certainly did. But then where was the help? JQ played so well at the end of the Vanderbilt game, the second half. Played so well at the beginning of the um, first half of the South Carolina game. Uh, second half wasn't as good, but he we thought, okay, he's turned it around. Again, in a clutch moment, uh, he misses a free throw. Now James Rojas gets the rebound, but then he immediately throws it to a Texas a player. A total unforced error. It wasn't even like, there was a fight for the ball, and he was trying to tap it to the teammate. It wasn't like that. He just threw it right to the guy. And how many times did we see that happen? And I looked on the stat sheet, and I saw J.D. Davison listed along at three turnovers. And once again, I was thinking, like the Vanderbilt game, man, they must not count them the way that I think they should count them because it felt like there was more. And we know how good these guys can be. And, and it, the, the thing is, you can't count on Alabama in basketball right now to play well in game to game, half to half, <laughs> between TV timeouts. You don't know. And that's what makes it so frustrating. Um, and, yes, that's why they play the game and that, all these other things. But um, you would think by this time there would be some type of somebody stepping to the forefront. That, that's and maybe even more than one somebody's. That's what I think Alabama's really missing. And this team is so battle tested. So how do you do that? We lose to Kentucky at home by eleven. On a night we shoot three of thirty from beyond the arc. That's awful and pathetic. But we we 
discount it. It's an outlier. It's a little bit nutty. Like that's not going to happen a lot, right? That's that's odd, and it's Kentucky. We lose to Auburn at home. Um, Auburn at the time one, still is one of the best teams in the country, arguably the best team in the country. We had a chance to win, and we we didn't win. So that happens, right? We can deal with that. It's hard to take losing to Texas A&M by 16. It's hard to take that. Now, A&M's been really good down the stretch. I mean, I think they lost their, what, first eight games or had an eight-game losing streak in the conference or something, and, and they really turned it around. Now, that's great for them. But, um, man, there's no excuse to lose this game at home. Last game in Coleman. Last game in Coleman for the night. And you, know, I could, you could also say, hey, where's the crowd? A lot of empty seats again. And um, I'm, I'm so itching for this new stadium that's going to only seat 10-5, and I really hope that um, it changes the whole atmosphere. I'm not trying to blame the crowd for this. I thought that it was bad all the way around. I thought uh, Alabama was outcoached, outschemed. Um, that I thought these, the, the rotation was weird. Um, I'm going to look really quickly. I uh, know I'm not, I'm not going to look. What does it matter? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, I just thought the rotation was weird. I thought it. Uh, we had three guys in there at one time who were being turnover machines, and we didn't take them out. And Texas A&M obviously overplays a lot, so why didn't we take advantage of that somehow? Um, just a lot to question and a lot to be worried about. Look, this team's still gonna make the tournament, so it's not the end of the end of the world, right? Right now, we're all pissed as Alabama fans because it sucked and that was embarrassing. And the players are pissed, too. Um, and I, they'll be the first to tell you. The coaching staff's going to be pissed. Um, and they should be. But I think that um, the most frustrating thing is the overall look, right? Not that you lose to Texas A&M by 16. That sucks on its, on its own. But, man, there's the, where's the direction of this squad? And you really just don't know. And when you think you can buy in, um, and that's the thing, you you got to sell back. Football sales, you got to sell that. Um, we need some help selling it right now. And somebody's got to step up. I've been saying, Jimmy and I have been talking about this all year long. Somebody's going to have to step up. We've got seniors. we got some leadership. And one of them's got to step up and step up and make a play. They've got to do something like make a free throw with your off hand, you know, like Herb Jones would do. Something that would inspiring. And um, nobody's taking that role. And that, that's just very, very frustrating. Again, now let's end on a high note. This isn't in the world. Um, would anybody be shocked at all if we went to LSU and won? Of course not. I mean, we can certainly do that. Um, but that would – when you do something like that, it, it makes people – and at least Alabama fans I know, they almost get madder. They're like, why couldn't we just do that against Texas a um, You can't play your best every game. You're going to play some bad basketball, bad football, bad soccer, whatever you're playing. But, boy, there's no excuse for losing that Texas A&M by 16 home. There's just no excuse for it. I think that, um, you know, if people want to call out Nate Oates uh, just for this particular loss, I am I think that's fine. That's reasonable. I'm a big Nate Oates fan. want him at Alabama forever. I do. I love him. I think he's fantastic. He was out coaching, right? He did not have his best game. And, um, you know, maybe I didn't have my best game at work either. But he certainly did not, and his was on TV, and I'm not getting paid as much as him. So it's just so frustrating. I actually uh, 
cut a podcast where I even sounded more despondent and I was wearing a white undershirt because I'm really about ready to go to bed. I'm moving out of my other house and uh, I've about had all I can take. And I decided to erase that one and go with something a little bit more calm. So um, hopefully, I don't know if this helps or not. I don't know if this does anything for anybody other than probably just uh, reinforce the idea that we're all in the same boat of frustration right now. But hopefully, uh, you know, we'll, we'll play a little bit better Saturday. And maybe this will be something, in, maybe this will be the inspirational thing leading us into the SEC tournament. Who knows? And uh, maybe we'll get somehow magically we'll get some other kind of better draw because I don't want to be on Kentucky's side of the bracket. That's all I don't want. Put me with anybody else, just not Kentucky. So, all right, that's going to do it for this reaction video. Um, sorry, Jimmy couldn't make it. He's in North Carolina and doesn't know how to operate a computer past date lines. So roll tight, everybody.